Hey, hey, welcome back to the Frantic Thoughts Podcast, a video game and entertainment show where I sit down and share my thoughts and my love of everything video games, movies, TV, whatever. I feel like talking about that week. Who am I? You may be asking yourself if this is your first episode listening to the show, which I kind of doubt that. I have kind of a similar uh, listener base every single episode, but I am Josh, also known as Frantic. I'm just a normal dude that uh, has a, a semi-positive outlook in life, I guess, that loves video games, movies, and all that stuff just like you do, and this intro is always a little bit too long, I think, but it is what it is. Honestly, guys, I've been having a terrible day. I'm not going to lie. It's been a terrible day today. I, I had a just this whole entire week's not been that great. I'm just in the weirdest mood. I just want to go crazy. Like, I want to do something. I want to scream. Maybe run down the street naked. Um, maybe take some chocolate sauce, smear it on my face, and say, Hello, I am a Josh Sunday. And then run into the nearest convenience store and scream, Do you have peanuts to put on my face with the chocolate syrup? Because I am a Josh Sunday. Okay. I'm going crazy. I'm trying to chill out. I'm trying to chill out. I am. I swear. Okay, I got this uh, episode off to uh, re- re- in a really weird way. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about this episode. Honestly, like, it's been a very busy week. Busy two weeks. I've been, like, working my ass off. I've been just going crazy at work. Just constantly working. And uh, they changed my route, so now I work really far out. So, basically, I commute for over an hour and a half to... To work and back in between my uh, stores and everything every single day so it's an hour and a half of free time I don't have anymore because they decided to uh, give me basically it adds an hour to my drive because it's like a 15 minute drive before there and drive back it was like a 30 minute drive altogether now it's 30 more minutes on top of that 15 minutes 45 minute drive you can say if you look on Google Maps it'll say 30 minutes but it's not because the traffic's horrible and there are stoplights every fu- freaking like two miles or something once you get off the highway and it just takes forever to get to this new route that they gave me on the weekends and then occasionally on the weekdays because some guy did something stupid and i'm not going to go into it because you know work stuff it's a little whatever but i have basically had no free time at all for the most part i mean i've had some time but it's just like man i i'm just really run down right now i'm going nuts like i i just I, I just don't know what to do, man. I've, I've been trying to find little things to cheer me up, like video games and stuff. That's why we're here talking. And, and honestly, I'm trying not to put on too much of a negative light today. I'm just not really feeling too great. Like, honestly, I'm just kind of out of it. I'm really tired. And, man, it's been a rough couple weeks for me. So, what I did is I was like, screw it. I don't really know what podcast topic I want to talk about. We could talk about the Avengers, like, exclusivity and, like, how Spider-Man's exclusive on the Avengers game like honestly I don't even know if I'm excited for the Avengers game it looks okay I should be super pumped about it like it's Crystal Dynamics they do great games and then I'm looking at it and I'm like I'm not sure if I'm gonna enjoy this the beta the free beta is next weekend the non free beta is this week we had to pre-order but I'm not gonna go in there and pre-order a $60 game just to try out a beta I'll just wait till next weekend anyway so yeah, I could be talking about that. I could be talking about, oh, there was a state of play that was pretty cool. They announced uh, Spelunky 2. 
the release date for that. They had like a bunch of really cool gameplay in there. They had some Bug Snacks gameplay and the Pathless gameplay, and that actually was a pretty solid state of play. And I can be talking about that and getting hyped for games. You guys know I'm hyped for the PlayStation 5. You guys know I'm hyped for the games. It's just right now I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm just in the weirdest mood. Like, I'm not, like, sad. I'm not depressed. I'm not super happy or pumped right now either. I'm just kind of in the middle, I guess. I'm a, I'm a little, like, zany. Like, I don't know. I feel like zany is the good word to describe me. I feel like the Joker before the Joker becomes the Joker, but not violent. I'm not violent. I'm, I'm super pacifist, dude. Anyway. <laughs> this is so off the rails. Okay. Frantic thoughts. I asked on Twitter. So. What should I talk about on Frantic Thoughts this week? And I got some responses. So what I'm going to do for this episode, at least the beginning part here, is go through each of these responses. And we'll do that. <laughs> got Nintendo Hodge here at Nintendo Hodge. He says, talk about Pikmin 3 for hashtag Switch. So Pikmin 3 for Switch is a good thing. So if you don't know... They're, they're, they announced Pikmin 3 is coming out for Switch. It's Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Add some DLC to the Wii U edition. It's going to be on Switch. It's going to be portable. It's going to be on the Nintendo handheld system. Everybody loves a Switch. I like my Switch. I've uh, expressed my concerns about having more exclusive titles. But then on the other hand, I never bought Smash Brothers. So I'm a hypocrite when it comes to that. And... <laughs> Pikmin 3 com is coming out for the Switch. The thing that, that's a little shady, though, is uh, they took off the Wii U Pikmin 3 from the Wii U Digital Store, which was 20 bucks, right? And this Pikmin 3 for Switch is coming out. It's going to be $60. And you're like, really? They took it off the same day they announced it from the Wii U. So if you have a Wii U and you're like, hey, maybe I could get a deal on that classic title. Or not classic, but you know. I guess it's classic. Uh, I, I tried to demo for Pikmin 3. It didn't really hook me. But I see the appeal for it, for it and uh, it seems like a pretty good time for the people in, who enjoy that series. It just never really seemed like a game for me. Um, I was going to say. But $60 for a game that uh, is probably going to have a higher resolution, run a little bit better on the Switch. It's going to have the enhancements and DLC for 60 bucks, and you can take it on the go. I think it's a good price. I mean... Honestly, if I own Pikmin 3 already and I was like, love the game, I wanted to get it again, maybe I would double down and buy buy it again. But the thing is, is I have some games on Wii U, like uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, for a really good example, which is a game I really enjoyed, but I have actually never beat. Uh, but I don't think I would buy the Switch version of that ever, especially since it was actually more expensive than the Wii U version when it came out. So I don't know if it's anti-consumer. It's just more of a weird choice. Like, hey, let's take the game off the Wii U store, even though not many people really own Wii U or actually still play their Wii U, especially like three and a half years after the Switch came out, you know? So it's like, me personally... Being and a lot of people I know and a lot of people who listen to this show do keep old consoles hooked up all the time. Like I still have my PS3 hooked up, I have PlayStation 2 hooked up, and the Wii U, and I've talked about my mess of wires and crap, which I basically disconnected most of everything, but it's still there on the entertainment center, easily accessible. But yeah, I saw my Wii U hooked up, and I have jumped into a couple games here and there on that. Uh, I have some Wii games 
like there's like a thing where they brought Wii games to the Wii U to like be digitally purchased, which I bought a few like Super Mario Galaxy 2 and stuff like that. But yeah, anyway, I need to take a breath. I'm talking way too fast without taking a breath and it's uh, running all my words together. Anyway, they took the, the they took the what's the game? Pikmin. <laughs> and they're really re-releasing it on Switch. I don't see anything wrong with that. If you don't want to buy it, you feel like it's anti-consumer or you have the Wii U version, just play the Wii U version. But I do feel like it's a bummer that they took off the $20 Wii U version when they announced the Switch version. I guess it makes sense business-wise, but why even bother messing with the Wii U version? Like, just leave it on the store. If people have the Wii U, like the 30 50 people that decide, hey, oh, I'll just buy it on there for cheaper. Why why, why just take it off? I, I don't get it. Uh, Nintendo's been weird this year. Like, they had the rumor, or there was a rumor of the Super Mario, you know, All-Star 3D pack, and that never has come to fruition. We don't really know what Nintendo's going to do. Like, they released their biggest game recently uh, of the year so far, which was the new Paper Mario game. And we're like not knowing much else after that and we're still waiting on some nintendo news so this was the only nintendo news we've had so far and it's a part of a wii u game and i don't think that's a bad thing like not a lot of people own the wii u and a ton of people own the switch like it's way outsold the xbox one so far it's probably going to like gain traction and probably sell as much or more than the playstation 4 did it's a really popular console and Putting more content on there is just going to get Nintendo more money. But this system is just selling even if games aren't coming out constantly. Which, I'm not even asking for a constant stream of games. I just kind of want to know what's going on with them this year. That's all. But yeah, Pikmin 3 for, for Switch. Not a bad thing. A little shady that they took off the digital version for the Wii U. But, you know, that's business. It happens. So next up we have Top Spot 1, 2, 3. And he says, I should talk about tacos. Let's do it, guys. It's going to be a taco talk. Tacos are delicious. Give me any taco in existence. I was trying to think of a rhyme. I am terrible at rhyming. You're going to see me sighing because I can't figure out how to rhyme this time about tacos. And anyway, like we eat tacos a decent amount in this house. I like to cook a lot. Um, the one I go to, my go-to is like a, a steak taco. Like we'll get some beef, dice it up, put some uh, spicy seasonings on there. My mouth's watering just thinking about it. Put in some like uh, grated like Mexican cheese. I just buy the bag grated cheese. I know supposedly it's not as good for you. It has some kind of preservative on it or something. I just like, ask yeah, it quicker. Um, or I have shredded some uh, cheddar cheese in the past. I'll put that on there. I'll make some refried beans. And pro tip thing that I like to make, instead of regular refried beans, I like to make black bean refried beans. And those are so good. And then I get some of that white Mexican cheese or I do the grated cheese, depending on the day. Man, and I'll get some super hot, hot sauce. Like I said, my mouth's watering just thinking about it. And I just like grab... Like the spiciest hot sauce ever. Like recently in the Polykill Discord, uh, the guy named Jay in there, which is he's awesome. I, I love the Polykill Discord. If you're not a part of that Discord, 
I don't know what y'all doing. Polykill Discord's freaking dope. But Jay in there is talking about hot sauce. There's like a thing, a whole thing about sauce, which is either beer or hot sauce. And it, I, I'm always in this Discord talking to people. And he recommended this hot sauce called Reaper Drippins. And I was like, dude, I got to try that. I have been going hard with that hot sauce. It's been so good. It's basically just pureed Carolina Reapers for the most part with some a couple of additive things and they're like vinegar and stuff. But it's pretty much just pure peppers. And I've been putting that on everything, including tacos. And don't even get me started on breakfast tacos. There's so many variations of breakfast tacos I could do. Um, and honestly, I like to make my own shells if I can. I don't do it too often. I'm pretty lazy. Especially, like I said, I've been having crazy weeks where I've been working lots of hours. So I'll probably just grab regular tortilla shells, warm them up on, in like a pan or something, make some eggs, some scrambled eggs, some either like sausage, like I'll dice up a sausage link, or I'll do like a bacon, potatoes. If I do potatoes, I'll do hash browns usually, and I'll, I'll like dice it up, put a little on my, on my taco with some eggs, little tiny bit of cheese. I don't like a lot of cheese on my breakfast tacos, just a, just a sprinkle. Just a little, 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 little sprinkle. Occasionally, I'll be like, ooh, let's get some chorizo. We'll do some chorizo. Mmm. So good. Breakfast tacos is, are the tits, man. Oh, I love, I love them so much. I mean, that makes me think about when I was in high school, right? There's this place called Mary's Tacos in Kerrville, Texas. Good old Kerrville, Texas. It's like little hick town. Population, maybe 28,000 people or less. Maybe 30,000 very small town and uh, that's where I grew up that's where I was raised pretty much I was there from when I was about 10 to about 20 19 or 20 left a couple times came back a couple times you know how it is but there's this place I used to go all the time in high school called Mary's Tacos and these had the best breakfast tacos I think I've ever freaking had in my entire life nothing lives up to mary's tacos so there's a guy that was in my graduating class named sean and he was one of the original guys that would go there every single day and he actually helped make tacos he actually helped name some of the tacos in the restaurant so there is a thing called a super sean taco right they take two tortilla shells they put them together. Actually, I think it was two and a half or three. It was a gigantic tortilla shell. Put it together. Four scrambled eggs. A whole sausage link diced up. Chorizo. Bacon. Potato. And charro beans. With that white Mexican cheese. I can never remember the name of it. I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. On there. Picante sauce. And they roll that bad boy up. That thing is as big as my forearm. And I'm not exaggerating imagine a gigantic taco wrapped in foil technically it's too much food for one man or for one young man like i was at the time when i was eating these but i would get that before class and then i would take my ford f-150 auto manual transmission drive up to school sit in the parking lot at school and just down that bad boy like it was nothing and then the rest of the day I had a stomach ache because I ate too much food, but I didn't care because that taco was so magnificent, so beautiful that it just makes me, oh, I don't even know. Right now I'm like quivering. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could have one. I want one right now. 
it just it, it was just so amazing nostalgia man i don't even know if the taco is that good i might be overhyping it for myself but my memory the nostalgia for this beautiful super sean taco is just it's just i guess it's a burrito whatever you know what i'm talking about taco burrito similar i know they're different but they're similar enough anyway i have never lived up to that i cannot make a breakfast taco that tastes as good as the super sean i cannot do it i just can't i just can't do it um and also i mean i also like to make uh, just regular old ground beef tacos with some cheese and a little lettuce maybe some jalapenos some hot sauce good times but yes tacos are freaking amazing taco tuesday is a national holiday every week apparently uh, I, I was talking crap about uh taco to like tuesday in general i'm like what's tuesday tuesday is like nothing like it's just a nothing day and then someone's like dude it's taco tuesday that's like you, you can't you can't diss taco tuesday and i'm like you know what fair point so yeah here's something else who else said something okay i have two people here and this will actually lead on to the next section blink at Blinkoom says i should talk about games we're going to be talking about some games. I did talk about tacos for like 10 minutes, but we will talk about games. Then Nolan at Nolan P. Gill on, on Twitter or P. Gill. Nolan P. Gill? I think it's Gill. On Twitter says, your thoughts on carrion, which we will talk about. Or is it carry on? Carry on my wayward son. I made that joke earlier. Anyway, let's talk about some games that I've been playing this week. I said I was going to talk about games, but I do want to mention I didn't really watch much TV or movies this week, but the show I've been really into lately is Schitt's Creek. I think that show is hilarious. I love Eugene Levy and his sons in it. And uh, Catherine, what's her name? Oh crap, I gotta look it up now. I gotta do this live. Sitch Creek, let's do this. Sitch Creek. What's the, what's her name? From Beetlejuice. I know some people already know what I'm talking about. Oh, Catherine O'Hara, that's her name. I do not know why I didn't remember that. The main two, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. And then of course, uh, Eugene Levy's son, Daniel Levy. Basically, they were rich people, right? They were rich. They lost everything. Now they got to live in a hotel in this town called Schitt's Creek. And uh, the mayor's name is Roland Shit, which I didn't get that joke for the longest time. <laughs> he's like, what's up, Roland? Roland, how are you doing? And then one time he's just like, yeah, my name's Roland Shit, and I'm just like, oh my god, god damn it, how did I not get that joke? And I was just laughing to myself like, man, I'm an idiot. Anyway, we're going to talk about some video games that I've been playing, and uh, for one thing, I tried out Carrion, which is a carry-on, and I'm not going to carry on my wayward son joke again, I almost did, but I stopped myself. So basically, you play as this giant blob, this mass this killing machine horror show character going through these tunnels killing people it's a power fantasy you're just destroying people with your tentacles 
you're sneaking up on people you get various power-ups as you go through and then you have to downgrade your power-ups to get through certain areas and upgrade them to get through other areas it's basically a metroidvania uh one issue i've had so far playing the game is i kind of wish it had a map this game doesn't ha it's a metroidvania without a map so that's already an issue so it's kind of like ah, i don't know like that's kind of making it not as fun to play but it's so fun to just go through and just destroy people and eat people because you're just big orangish blob that has tentacles sticking out and you climb across everything and you just grab people and you eat them and stuff it's it's really insane it's great pixel art i love the the ambient music and the sound effects are really good it really feels like you're um a badass monster just destroying people so yeah man i i've been enjoying it so far probably maybe like two hours something like that i know it's not a very long game so i'll probably finish it before the next episode but so far i'm really liking carrion it's actually a very interesting and fascinating gameplay mechanic and it's a different like way to turn things on its head because usually you play the good guy and here you play the creepy gross monster destroying everything in your path and sometimes that's just what you need also i've played maybe like two and a half three hours of modern warfare 2 remastered because it was free on playstation plus i really love modern warfare 2 in general i think it's the best multiplayer that they've ever had even though it had issues and balancing problems i thought it was just the most fun to jump into i had the best feeling guns ever like in a call of duty game if they had a multiplayer version of modern warfare 2 out that wasn't like old as hell or like very hacked because i've tried it before and it's always hacked I would be playing Modern Warfare 2. This game's from like 2009. And uh, I think it's just because it's a little nostalgia. Like all Call of Duties are really fun. I love Call of Duty. I mean, I'm un unapologetic about it. I always try to say, oh, I'm probably not going to get the new Call of Duty. I don't think I need it. I probably won't buy it. And then you guys see me. I'll end up buying that, that shit and I'll play the hell out of it. Because I love Call of Duty. There's no doubt that they have some sketchy uh, monetization, monetization schemes in the past. The Battle Pass nowadays isn't too bad. If you play the game a lot, you don't need to buy anything if you don't. But yes, I love Call of Duty. I've always enjoyed it. Uh, this campaign for Modern Warfare 2 is really good. But I started playing through it and I just started remembering all the beats. And then I got to the like sniper mission in the ghillie suit part and i got through that and i was like you know what i think i had my feel for this if i had spec ops missions which it doesn't but if it did i would totally replay through all those because i remember playing those so many times through with my brother trying to get through them on the hardest difficulty i think it's called veteran difficulty yeah and it was such a good time back in the day and it was nostalgia feels i kind of wanted to see what it looked like with hdr and uh, it's it's up res it doesn't look as good as modern warfare like the new modern warfare which is confusing of course and of course this year's call of duty is going to be called call of duty black ops cold war so it's another black ops game because modern warfare and black ops has selling appeal and people will buy it and i'll probably buy the new black ops on the new console because i am a shill you know or a mark that's what i was looking for i'm a mark i'm a call of duty mark i need to play it and not mark like player two from the cartridge club no like a mark okay anyway i'm, I'm rambling but yeah uh, i really enjoyed going back it's kind of like a blast from the past for me i played that campaign a couple times i always thought it was very entertaining and i think the guns play really well and uh it's pretty much that same game with just a new coat of paint which that's not a bad thing they added some things like a inspecting guns and stuff like that but and of course the hdr makes things look a little bit better but honestly it doesn't look 
too much better than it did back in the day. A slight resolution bump, and that's about it, honestly, and plays the same. So, not too surprising, but hey, it was free. I just had a couple hours, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to play some of this. This this seems good right now, kind of mindless shooting some guys. And then I deleted it from my PlayStation 4. That's probably all I'm going to play of that, but I'm glad I didn't buy it because I did consider buying it when it came out. And that's probably what I would have done when I bought it, just played it a few hours and deleted it. So I'm really glad I didn't spend any money on it, besides my PlayStation Plus subscription, of course. But yeah. Also, I've been playing more Ghost of Tsushima. And I'm still loving this game. I think it's a very great game. Like, and obviously, I beat Last of Us 2 so freaking quick that you probably expect me to have beaten this game by now. Um, I love the game. It's really fun beautiful the gameplay is awesome it's just not a game i'm always in the mood for if that makes sense like i can play like four or five hours of it and then be awesome and feel great but usually i'm just like you know what i kind of feel like doing a couple of side missions and i'll do like two or three and i'm like all right i think i had my filter for today and then i turn it off and also like i said blah 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 i said it like four times in this like very short podcast so far like i have been very busy lately so it's just been like do i want to play this game and if i play a game like that and then i'm not doing well combat wise i'm just gonna start getting soured on the experience so i don't even bother with it because i know myself because uh, i'll just start playing and i'll be like all right i'm getting my ass kicked over and over again even though this game technically isn't that hard if you focus for two seconds and actually just play you know actually paying attention but my mind will wander, and I'm playing, and I'm getting killed, and then I get frustrated, and then I just stop playing the game for a while, or forever, and I don't like that. And so, I just have to be in the mood, and be ready to just commit myself to like getting into the game, because otherwise I'm going to be like, alright, I'm not having a great time, because I am sucking. <laughs> and that's not the game's fault, that's my fault, you know, because uh, picking the wrong time's to jump in and enjoy the game so also i did i didn't really play a lot of it but i was messing around with psychonauts because there was like a price glitch on the xbox one on the xbox store where psychonauts was free the original psychonauts and i wanted to see what the like up res xbox one x compatibility like the backwards compatibility looked with this great xbox game like and the thing is, as I have the one on the PlayStation 4, which is a PS2 version, and they do some stretching to it to make it widescreen in that version, and it looks jaggy. It looks like the PS2 game just blown up, right? But when I was playing Psychonauts 2, it's in an actual box window, a 4x3 window. But the graphics are crisp and nice, and I think it renders it really nicely, and it looks really great on the Xbox One X. So I wanted. I was thinking about buying this game, like ordering a copy off of eBay or buying it off the digital store before 2 comes out. Because personally, I've been really itching to play Psychonauts 1 before the sequel comes out when I got some time to like play a backlog game. Which, technically, I can make time anytime to play, play a backlog game if I want to. I just got to put my mind to it, right? But before the sequel comes out, I do want to play the first one. And I remember getting stuck a couple times. I've played this game probably the first, I don't know, six hours. Like, I don't even know how many times. I just remember it so well, the first few hours of this game. And I don't even think it's that long of a game. But I've never beat it. So that's going to be something I want to get through. 
before the new game comes out, and I think I'm going to play through it on the Xbox now that it looks so good, and some people will whine if it's not full screen, not for, you know, 16 by 9 or instead of 4 by 3 but I don't really mind that. It's an old game, I understand, and I think it looks really great. I think the backwards compatibility technology on Xbox One is just something awesome about it, and it really makes this game shine. It makes the art direction even shine even more. I mean, of course, when you get a close-up of the face, it's a little pixely, but it, it's the PlayStation 2 regular original OG Xbox, you know, generation. So that's going to be expected uh, coming from that time, you know? So yeah, that is mainly what I've been playing, but I have been trying to stream some Minecraft. I've been trying to stream, guys. Like, streaming is a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie. I love doing it. Once everything's set up, I'm here sitting down, streaming, it's a blast. Just the setup, the announcement, the work behind streaming is kind of annoying sometimes. Like, there are times when I want to stream and I'm like, do I want to do all of that setup and get, like, camera ready, like, ready to go? Or do I just want to sit here and just veg out and play this game for this two hours I have that of free time or whatever, you know? But... I think streaming is such an awesome thing. There's a lot of people that I've been watching recently, like uh, Rusty Lewis and uh, Nolan uh, at APOC, uh, I think, on Twitter. No, I said his name earlier on Twitter. What is it? Hold on. His name on, he's AP, APOC, and it's at Nolan P. Jill. Wow, I'm very bad. It's Apocalypse Angel. I, could, I saw it in my head. It's Apocalypse Angel on Twitch. But I, I saw his name in my head, right? And I, I was like, man, what is the exact address? Oh, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I feel bad now. <laughs> anyway, he's awesome. I've been watching those two. And then, of course, Blinkum. And he's awesome to watch, too. I've just been watching some people that I know on, on Twitter on the, in the community from the Taco Brothers community and whoever else that I uh, interact with. If you guys stream, I try to check it out because I like to support people I like. And... Uh, I like to see new people trying new things and seeing people stream is awesome. So I've been trying to stream myself and it's just like, man, it is a lot of work. <laughs> it really is. I know it doesn't seem like a lot of work, but getting it set up, making sure everything's set up nicely is a pain in the ass sometimes. Um, I actually switched to Streamlabs OBS, which I was using the original old school OBS, but this new, the Streamlabs thing is nice, man. Like they set up a lot of stuff for you. You can get, get like notification alerts and like they like set up the resolution and bit rate and everything for you. Like they optimize it based off your connection and stuff. And it's so nice. I'm like, click, I'm streaming. And I've been playing Minecraft and I started a new world kind of piddling around and not really doing anything yet i don't feel like because i haven't streamed too long it's been like an hour each time the first time the graphics and the bit rate was horrible but the second time was really good and looked nice but i i feel like i'm not really doing a whole lot i've only played a few hours you know minecraft if you know minecraft you know it takes forever to actually get settled in that game but i do want to stream in the future and uh the url for that is twitch.tv slash frantic society and uh, I think I'm going to try to stream some Fallout New Vegas on PC for the Quick Save Club soon. So that'll be my next stream. But yeah, that's pretty much what all I've been playing this week and watching. Just, you know, kind of hanging out besides that. Working, hanging out with Sierra. We went out and actually went to a store or a couple stores for once. Like, we usually don't go anywhere in a days off because of COVID. But like, 
We're like, screw it. We went out, kind of hung out. Uh, we went to Witch Witch, that sandwich shop. If you haven't been there, I love that place. They always put a little too much sauce. I always write light sauce on there, and I always put a little bit too much, but hey, it is what it is. I get the French dip so sandwich. Oh my God, it's so good. Um, oh yeah, man. Ah. Uh, I want some right now. Sorry, sorry. I'm just imagining this sandwich in the back of my mind. Like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. I want to eat it right now. Anyway, uh, let's round off the show here. Thank you for listening to this shorter and straight to the point episode of the Franny Thoughts Podcast. I appreciate you guys coming by every week, hanging out with me for a little while, uh, and just having a good time. I recently did, with a couple of awesome guests, the Cartridge Club Prime Podcast for Yoshi's Island. That episode is live right now. I spent a long time editing that. Uh, it's not the most perfect edit, but you're your own harshest critic, so... I think it came out pretty good and of course when I re-listen to it I'm like oh I could have fixed that and that and that but it is what it is I think the episode is really fun and that game is awesome it's one of my favorite platformers uh, it's one of my most nostalgic games for sure I love playing it and I get a lot of memories rushing back to me every time I play Yoshi's Island it's such a good time so I love doing that episode of that podcast with a bunch of special guests including Blinkoom, PK in the Universe and Toku Joe and it was super fun and I also did the anti-chamber quicksave club episode which is actually live on the YouTube channel for quicksave club so far and it should be live on the cartridge club podcast feed very soon I just need to do a little editing uh, spruce it up a little bit for the audio feed if you don't want all that spruced up stuff you could still go listen to it on YouTube right now but yeah besides that that's the main two I've been doing and of course I talked about my streaming uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Frantic Society, chat with me, hang out, and uh, I think that's it for this episode, man. Short and to the point, like I said, it's been just so busy. I don't want to drag it out just to drag it out. We could talk about Avengers and exclusivity and blah, 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 console wars if you want to, but honestly, you know where I stand on that. Love my PlayStation, looking forward to what Xbox has to offer, and Nintendo, I love them, but I wish they would show more of what the future holds we're kind of in the limbo and you know what i just remembered before we walk before we close out i do want to mention this one topic because oh my god i can't believe i didn't talk about this this just came out today rocksteady games is making a suicide squad game holy shit that's amazing uh people are saying it's gonna be games as a service so i'm kind of like eh, about it but dude rocksteady games made all the amazing arkham games i love those games they're so good they're the best superhero games next to Sp super uh spider-man i almost said superman because i was thinking about the the cover for suicide squad is superman with like purplish blue eyes looking over you know it's over his shoulder so he's looking down looking all menacing and then there's like a bullseye on his head that says suicide squad so basically the premise is most likely going to be the Suicide Squad trying to take the League, was it Justice League? I can't believe I blanked on Justice League for a second there. Ten, the Justice League basically are turning evil. They turn against people, turning against the world, and the Suicide Squad is going to have to save the world, even though they're villains, against this crazy menace 
that ends up being the Justice League. We don't know the entire plot of the story or anything, but just the thought of the Rocksteady team that love DC Universe. They really dive deep. They find a lot of lore, and they really do a good job of bringing that stuff to life. They've done that that style of game multiple times with the Batman Arkham games, and they go super deep on the lore every single time. They're a very passionate team. They do such a good t- good job bringing their own flair to like an IP. Like Arkham is its own style, right? Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum, all those games have their own look to them. You can look at them and say, okay, there's a lot of inspiration from all these other things, but they took that IP and they brought it to life on their own terms and they had their own style and it was such an awesome series. So whatever that team decides to touch next, I'm excited for. I'm not the hugest Suicide Squad fan. I've read a few of the comic books. I read New Suicide Squad. I read some of the original Suicide Squad way back in the day. And the storylines are pretty good. Like, I've never been super blown away by them. I do love the characters in there. I think Deadshot's an actually pretty interesting character. And uh, King Shark's awesome. He has a really cool aesthetic to him. I've seen him drawn in, like, so many different awesome ways. So, we'll see. Uh, Harley Quinn might be in the game, which some people love Harley Quinn. Some people don't. I think she's all right. I think she's okay. Depends on how she's written. I think she was pretty good in the movies. And, uh, of course, the original animated series... But yeah, Rocksteady getting their creative energy and spending years and years making this awesome Suicide Squad game. I'm excited. I have this uh, prediction that I don't know if it's going to come true, but I feel like there's going to be factions in the game. Like, um, what's that called? That Nemesis system. I couldn't think of it for a second. The Nemesis system from like Shadow of Mordor and stuff in the DC Universe. And then they have different factions based on different villains that try to stop you and they're maybe even factions based on the heroes because the heroes are going evil so maybe there's like a wonder woman fashion faction fashion faction <laughs> slow down and talk anyway maybe there's like a wonder woman faction a superman faction and a batman faction that you have to beat up because they are worshiping these gods that are turning evil like yes they're on our side finally blah 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 they're one with us you know or whatever i don't know I'm just saying shit now, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, DC Fandom, which is like the big DC events coming at the end of the month here. They're going to be talking about that. Most likely WB Montreal's Batman game, which people have said is the Court of the Owls, which hell yeah, give it to me right now. I think like uh, was a Gotham Knights. People are saying it's going to be called Batman Gotham Knights. So that sounds awesome. That's an awesome name. So that gets me hyped too. So, I mean, I love the Batman series. It's Arkham's Asylum and City I've played multiple times. I love them a lot. Arkham Knight I've only played through one time. I loved my playthrough for it, but I don't know if I'm ever going to go back to that one. I think the storyline was pretty good, but I think it's like the weaker of the three, in my opinion. I still think it's a great game. But yeah, I think everything that Rocksteady's touched so far has been awesome, and I'm looking forward to this Suicide Squad game. And I know that was like kind of the end here during the during the plugs, but hey... That's sometimes how that's how it goes when you listen to the Frantic Thoughts podcast, you know? I'm all over the place and I love it. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's it. That's it for the show. Um, I'm gonna go get chocolate sauce, rub it all over my body, call myself a Josh Sunday, and I hope you guys have a great week and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks. <laughs> See you later.
So for the frantic frequencies for this month, or this, this month, this episode, we're going to be doing a song from a comedy internet guy, internet band called Lemon Demon. It's about one of my favorite series as a kid, Goosebumps. So hope you guys enjoy this. I love this song. It gives me all the nostalgic feels. Basically, there's a bunch of the, you know, what? I'm not going not gonna to spoil the song, but if you love Goosebumps, the original little paperback books, you're going to love this song. It's called Goosebump, if I can talk. It's called Goosebumps by Lemon Demon. Enjoy. Monster blood and I am your monster blood too 